The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success, where we offer choice, organization, direction, and education. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. You can reach me on my website, MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. There's lots of educational videos and quoting things and different things and what we do. We are experts in insurance, life insurance, annuities, disability, long-term care, all the different insurance needs that you need for your foundation, all the asset classes besides real estate, stocks, and investing. We do, we make sure that everything runs smoothly. Any successful person today in the market, in the world, has multiple diversification of assets and you want diversification of asset classes. So I've heard some terrific shows on this station about real estate investing, and there's some terrific money managers on this show that talk about money management. And insurance is the other third asset class that everyone should be. Listen, everything changes, the market changes. Right now we have extremely low interest rates, but if you read the paper today, we are experiencing inflation. Inflation typically will drive up interest rates if it continues. They go hand in hand. The market is so hot and so crazy right now. There's two guarantees in the market. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. And those are the guarantees we can give you in the stock market. While it's riding high, it's great, and everyone should be invested. But, you know, there's a time in your life, there's always a time in your life where that may go down. And are you prepared in that time when it goes down? What is your hedge towards that market downturn? What if you're in your 60s, 70s, or 80s, and you're heavily invested in the market, and all of a sudden the market tanks, and you need money for your care? Where does that money come from? You might have to get rid of your assets just to take care of your care, and then what do you have left? Oftentimes, nothing. So we advocate that you look at all of your asset classes and you diversify all of your asset classes. One of our key things that we talk about 
is income for life, a pension. You know, most jobs today don't have pensions, don't have a qualified pension. If you're a teacher in today's world, you do have a, some type of pension with most public school systems. Uh, many government jobs have pensions. Many in the private industry no longer have pensions, so you have to create your own pension. We can do that with the products that we have. We have annuities that you money you cannot outlive, an income stream you can have. I don't care how much money you have at retirement. It's not how much money you have. It's what your income is. What's going to handle your expenses? What's going to handle your every day? Yes, it's nice to have extra money for vacations and for luxury items. But if you don't have that base income, you can't pay the rent or the mortgage or the taxes. So income is key. So we advocate that you create your own pension, whether you have one or not, to have your own pension where you can have an income for life. And we can do that with two different products. We can do it with annuities, which are a typical product, and we can do it with life insurance. Life insurance has an amazing, amazing, with all the different tax consequences going on today, all the different taxes that are looking on capital gains, if you buy or sell your house possibly, and all these different tax changes that will be occurring within the next six months. There's going to be a huge, huge shift in the next six months. You, 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 you heard it here. Okay. They have to, with this infrastructure proposal and all the money that the government has given out, they have to recoup money from somewhere. And yes, it would be great if it all came from the billionaires. But reality is, and it hasn't happened in the past. Will it happen in the future? I don't know. But, uh, you know, they're going to try. But with the multinational accounts and the, the offshore accounts and things that billionaires can do and not pay any taxes, you and I have to pay taxes every day. And taxes are what funds the government. So if the government is in great deficit and they need money, what are they going to do? They're going to find ways of taxing us. So there's a definitely a success tax. There's a, an income tax is their biggest tax. There's an estate tax. There's all these taxes. The, the biggest thing that we can do today is talk about products that aren't going to be taxed. If you have a irrevocable life insurance trust with life insurance in it, it is estate tax-free and income tax-free, estate tax-free, and income tax-free. Very important qualities. Some of the other things that you should be considering today, if you are, haven't done any planning, and many people have done planning over time, Plans change. The economy changes. Plans change. Every day we have a change. Life insurance policies have changed dramatically. We've had two changes since the beginning of year in the structure of policies. Insurance companies have gone in the market, have gone out of the market for various reasons. So whatever policy you may have bought a year ago or two years ago, it should be reviewed 
by someone in my office or you should review it with your financial advisor. They should be talking to you every six months or every year. And that should be happening. And if you don't review it, you're going to run into problems. What happens? You bought a term policy and I was at dinner the other night with somebody. Uh, I was at dinner with a couple of attorneys and a a CPA uh, for a, a 60th birthday party for my friends. One of the attorneys just had open heart surgery. Okay? Very successful attorney. Actually, he advertised on this radio station. And he just had open heart surgery. Well, how much insurance do you have? Okay, well, I I, I did buy a a term policy. Well, you have to review it. Because now you can't buy new insurance. You're now 60. You haven't even retired yet. You're thinking about retiring in the future. But already you have a preconceived condition that we can't do anything for today. Maybe in 10 years if everything goes great. Today I can't do anything for you. But we can look at your term insurance and convert it into something that will last your lifetime so that your family has protection. Very important to do. Policies need to be reviewed. Many of the term policies you see on the radio and the TV and everybody goes, oh, I can insure a million dollars for $30 a month. That's all great, but you need to make sure that that policy can be converted at a reasonable price to something good. And if you don't keep your eye on it, you may pass your conversion period and have had a health history and it be a problem. So the best time to buy life insurance is when you're young. Why? Life insurance is based on your health. And health is a key thing. And your age. The younger you are, the less expensive it is, because the less likely it is the insurance company is going to have to pay it out. The older you are, or the unhealthier you are, the less likely you're going to get insured. That's just facts. This is Neil Himmelstein. You're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. Main Street Code for Financial Success. Thank you, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. This is Neil Himmelstein. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. We are talking about choice, organization, direction, and education. I work with hundreds of agents all across the United States, and I collaborate with attorneys and CPAs and other financial advisors and mortgage professionals to help make sure that you have the foundation for financial success. So part of what we were talking about prior to the break is making sure that you review 
your insurance policies every year. Companies change, products change, features and benefits change. Life insurance can be used not only for death, but also for the living. Life insurance is for people you love, people you care about, a business you care about. The benefit comes tax-free to anyone you care about. But it also can be for you, where it has living benefits, where you can possibly, if you put enough money in it, take the money out tax-free if you structure a policy correctly. Or if you become disabled, if you have the right riders in the policy, you could have someone fund a retirement for you. Or if you become chronically ill, or you need long-term care, for you, your policy, if structured properly, can pay for those things, as well as, if there's anything left over, pay your beneficiaries money so that they can live a happy and successful life. When we talk about what we do, we talk about choice. There's different companies, different products, different things that offer different things. When we talk about organization, we talk about taking all your assets and looking at them. They're all different asset classes. There's real estate, there's in stocks, there's investments, there's insurance. Everything is important. Insurance is a hedge against the stock market. Insurance is a hedge every time you buy real estate that you have a loan against you, you should have an insurance company backing that loan up. What if you can't pay for that loan? What happens to that property? and you've taken a loan out and bought that real estate, what happens? Well, it goes into default and goes back to the bank. But if you had insurance backing it up, well, my spouse or my heir can pick that up and pay whatever the, the loan note is or pay it off monthly. You give them options. The worst thing is what happens if something happens to me and I can't pay that note, that's where insurance comes in. What happens if the market, which is done so fantastic, all of a sudden takes a dip, which it will do at some point. I don't know when. Could be next week. Could be next year. Could be in five years. But when it takes a dip, are you financially prepared at that time to take that hit? That's where you need insurance to protect yourself. Now, mortgages are very cheap right now. Interest rates are very cheap. We're in an inflationary period. Interest rates should go up. We're also, the government's in great debt. So one of the things that's going to happen is there's going to be more taxes somewhere. I don't know whether it's in corporate taxes personal taxes, real estate taxes, if I buy and sell stock, if I'm buying Bitcoin and selling Bitcoin, they're starting to regulate the heck out of it. That was that was a crazy situation that's occurring with, with all these Bitcoins and Doji coins and all these different uh, things. Everybody wants to get in, but the government and governments around the world 
are looking at that very seriously because money is, it's not based on anything solid that the governments are used to. Therefore, they're looking at ways to tax it and tax it hard so they can regulate it and money can't sift out of the system. So you can't be invested in all in one thing. You know, I, was, I had a conversation earlier where we had some young people, uh, my son included and some other people that I know, that they, they work with these companies that are like startups, these high-tech companies, and they get a lot of stock as a, as a sign-on bonus or they buy it before it's public or they get these options. All of a sudden, the company goes public and holy cow, they're worth a ton load of money on paper where they have all this stock. But it's all in that one company. Well, at some point, you have to diversify that. Very important that you can't put all your eggs in one basket. It never works. There's a lot of people have gotten very lucky, but you can also get very unlucky very quickly. So when we talk about diversifying, you have to diversify your asset classes. You also should be diversifying your tax classes. What's taxable today? Every time I buy and sell Bitcoin, there's a tax. Every time I buy and sell stocks, there's potentially capital gain tax. Every time I buy life insurance, there's no tax. No tax. None. You're using after-tax money. The growth is not taxed. Annuities, the growth is not taxed. Right away, it's tax-deferred, can be taxed later. But think about all the money you save by not paying that tax every year or in every transaction. That could save you anywhere from 20 to 40% a year. Think about that in the growth. If you have a stock that's grown 20%, but it's inside maybe a variable annuity, well, you're not paying tax on that right away. Very big. Tax deferral is huge. Tax-free is huger. So there is tax deferral, there's tax-free money, and then at death, what happens? I hate to talk about death. Nobody wants to talk about death. Nobody, everybody wants to talk about today and short-term and everything else. But the government is looking at, well, that's where the largest sum of money is being transferred. That's where the government wants to take its piece for anything that's been deferred. And there's various ways the government does that, whether it's through estate taxes or transfer taxes. But the biggest protected product there is, is life insurance. And if it's inside a life insurance trust, irrevocable life insurance trust, it avoids estate taxes. It takes the value of that policy and is devoid of any tax given to the government before your heirs get the money. Consequently, if it's not inside an irrevocable trust and you are doing very wealthy and you own policies in your own name, you need to sit down with a good estate attorney. If you don't have one, I can recommend one because at the end of the day, that will be taxable when the estate side's not income taxable, but it could potentially make your estate much larger and create a much bigger tax 
with you trying to do the right thing, but not having it titled correctly. And finally, the last thing I want to talk about when reviewing your policy every year, make sure your beneficiaries are in order because a life insurance contract and annuity contracts do not pass by will. They pass by contract. Very important. We have people that have been divorced and their insurance policies are left to their ex-wives or they have it left to two children. They've had two children pass that. All of a sudden they're disinherited. These things are very, very important. You're listening to Neil Himmelstein. This is the Main Street Code for Financial Success. We offer choice, organization, direction, and education. I can be reached at 631-647-4694. Have your advisor reach out to me. Reach out to me directly if you have any questions. There's never a charge for questions. And my website is MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully we'll have a beautiful weekend here on Long Island, and we're looking for a great summer. Thanks again. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.